Section 29 of Expository Thoughts on the Gospel of St. Matthew by J. C. Ryle Chapter 10, Verses 34-42 to 42. Cheering Words to the First Christian Preachers This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Read by Marianne. Matthew chapter 10, verses 34 to 42. Think not that I am coming to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. For I am come to set a man at variance against his father, and the daughter against her mother, and the daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And a man's foes shall be they of his own household. He that loveth father or mother more than me, is not worthy of me. And he that loveth son or daughter more than me, is not worthy of me. And he that taketh not his cross, and followeth after me, is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loseth his life for my sake shall find it. He that receiveth you receiveth me, and he that receiveth me receiveth him that sent me. He that receiveth a prophet in the name of a prophet shall receive a prophet's reward. And he that receiveth a righteous man in the name of a righteous man shall receive a righteous man's reward. And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. In these verses, the great head of the church winds up his first charge to those whom he sends forth to make known his gospel. He declares three great truths, which form a fitting conclusion to the whole discourse. In the first place, he bids us remember that his gospel will not cause peace and agreement wherever it comes. I came not to send peace, but a sword. The object of his first coming on earth was not to set up a millennial kingdom, in which all would be of one mind, but to bring in the gospel, which would lead to strifes and divisions. We have no right to be surprised if we see this continually fulfilled. We are not to think it strange if the gospel rends asunder families and causes estrangement between the nearest relations. It is sure to do so in many cases, because of the deep corruption of man's heart. So long as one man believes and another remains unbelieving, so long as one is resolved to keep his sins, and another desirous to give them up, the result of this preaching of the gospel must needs be division. For this the gospel is not to blame, but the heart of man. There is a deep truth in all this, which is constantly forgotten and overlooked. Many talk vaguely about unity and harmony and peace in the church of Christ, as if they were things that we ought always to expect, and for the sake of which everything ought to be sacrificed. Such persons would do well to remember the words of our Lord. No doubt unity and peace are mighty blessings. We ought to seek them, pray for them, and give up everything in order to obtain them, accepting truth and a good conscience. But it is an idle dream to suppose that the churches of Christ will enjoy much of unity and peace before the millennium comes. In the second place, our Lord tells us that true Christians must make up their minds to trouble in this world. Whether we are ministers or hearers, whether we teach or are taught, 
it makes little difference. We must carry a cross. We must be content to lose even life itself for Christ's sake. We must submit to the loss of man's favor. We must endure hardships. We must deny ourselves in many things, or we shall never reach heaven at last. So long as the world, the devil, and our own hearts are what they are, these things must be so. We shall find it most useful to remember this lesson ourselves, and to impress it upon others. Few things do so much harm in religion as exaggerated expectations. People look for a degree of worldly comfort in Christ's service, which they have no right to expect, and not finding what they look for, are tempted to give up religion in disgust. Happy is he who thoroughly understands that though Christianity holds out a crown in the end, it brings also a cross in the way. In the last place, our Lord cheers us by saying that the least service done to those who work in his cause is observed and rewarded of God. He that gives a believer so little as a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple shall in no wise lose his reward. There is something very beautiful in this promise. It teaches us that the eyes of the great Master are ever upon those who labor for him and try to do good. They seem, perhaps, to work on unnoticed and unregarded. The proceedings of preachers and missionaries and teachers and visitors of the poor may appear very trifling and insignificant compared to the movements of kings and parliaments, of armies and of statesmen. But they are not insignificant in the eyes of God. He takes notice who opposes his servants, and who helps them. He observes who is kind to them, as Lydia was to Paul, and who throws difficulties in their way, as Diotrephes did to John. All their daily experience is recorded, as they labor on in his harvest. All is written down in the great book of his remembrance, and will be brought to light at the last day. The chief butler forgot Joseph when he was restored to his place, but the Lord Jesus never forgets any of his people. He will say to many who little expect it, in the resurrection morning, I was an hungered, and ye gave me meat. I was thirsty, and ye gave me drink. Matthew chapter 25, verse 35 Let us ask ourselves, as we close the chapter, in what light we regard Christ's work, and Christ's cause in the world? Are we helpers of it, or hinderers? Do we in any wise aid the Lord's prophets and righteous men? Do we assist his little ones? Do we impede his laborers, or do we cheer them on? These are serious questions. They do well and wisely who give the cup of cold water, whenever they have opportunity. They do better still who work actively in the Lord's vineyard. May we all strive to leave the world a better world than it was when we were born. This is to have the mind of Christ. This is to find out the value of the lessons this wonderful chapter contains. End of section 29